and it's time for the Bay Area's favorite quiz show, Minds Over Matter, with host Dana Rodriguez. And he's accompanied by educator Lori Fisher and technical editor Kara Pace. And now, here it is, Mr. Dana Rodriguez. Thank you very much, Damien, and welcome everybody to Minds Over Matter. Uh, to those who've been asking about why we changed the theme music, uh, the uh, management felt that the, our theme music was took too long, uh, our previous music, to get to the point. So um, they asked us to find something a little bit shorter. So I found something a little bit shorter. And, and if you're also wondering what the music is, it's a song from the 20s called I Know That You Know, which somehow seemed appropriate. So um, if you're familiar with the song, that answers, you know, you, you knew the answer already, but... Uh, and for those like who a, don't, it's like it's a jolt of caffeine. You know. It's like a jolt of caffeine too. It really yeah, kind of yeah, perks everybody yeah. up. Yeah. So uh, anyway, welcome to Minds Over Matter. Hope you are having a lovely Saturday, and we do hope you can spend an hour with us because Minds Over Matter is an audience participation quiz program. So of course, what we are looking for specifically is your participation. So we do hope you will give us a call with a question or answer. Those two numbers are area code 415-841-4134. Again, that is area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free. Yes, we have a toll-free number, 866-798-8255. Again, that is 866-798-8255. We'll be taking questions on just about every subject. We kind of leave it up to you, uh, but uh, hopefully we'll know the answer. And our email address is mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. So that is M-I-N-D-S-O-V-E-R-M-A-T-T-E-R-1. That is the numeral one, mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. We do check the emails, or at least I do, during the course of the show. If you want to uh, send us a quick email with a possible answer, Uh, we don't want to uh, rub anybody the wrong way if uh, they're waiting on the phone, but um, occasionally I will refer to our emails if somebody comes up with a particularly imaginative answer. So again, that's mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. Two numbers again, 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. You can hear us in live stream at kalw.org. And of course, the podcast should be up reasonably soon after our show tonight. That will also be at kalw.org and many, many other places, Google, Apple, blah, blah, blah. Let's start with KLW. I'm sure they would appreciate that. All right. We're going to start with a round of introductions. And here's the first. Kira Pace, who enjoys a good drear now and again, welcomes the gray and gloom of this Saturday morning. It's true. true. Uh, When the uh, rooster crows at the break of dawn, look out your window and don't think twice. You'll probably see Lori Fisher questions at the ready. You will. And when our moderator, Dana Rodriguez, heard that a big ball of dirt was streaking through space over Florida, he first thought that Trump had become an astronaut. All right. Yes. So uh, now that all that is said, we'll begin the questioning with Kira Pace. Understanding is the ball of dirt was green and not orange. So that should have been your first indication. (laughs) Oh, there you go. All right. Uh, I was writing questions for uh, something else and uh, I, a sports question, so it's fine. Um, and I, I came across a, a, a disparaging city nickname. So I was wondering what other 
disparaging city nicknames I might come up with. So I have a list of six <laughs> disparaging city nicknames. So I will, uh, I'll give you the nickname and you tell me which city is being disparaged. May I, just to clarify, so are these names, or maybe you don't know this, given by other cities? They are typically given by journalists or pundits. In one case, it's actually a name that was voted on by the board of the city. Like the city itself <laughs> gave itself this name. Okay. Uh, and that'll be the first one, as a matter of fact. So here we go. Six of them. The first one, and this is the official city motto, wickedest little city in America. Wickedest little city in America. The other five I have are the mistake on the lake, <laughs> the city in a coma, the city that God forgot, the city that means well, and the big scrapple. <laughs> so wickedest little city in America, the mistake on a lake, or the lake, sorry, uh, the city in a coma, the city that God forgot, the city that means well, and the big scrapple. And these are largely pretty big and well-known cities, in a couple cases, capital cities. So uh well, any, any ideas? The, the one I think I know, but okay. I'm not sure, is that the big scrapple might be Philadelphia. It yeah. is. Yeah. And I do I want to point out that there was another Philadelphia motto that I love that was given by the people of Philadelphia. And it is Philadelphia, not as bad as Philadelphians say it is. <laughs> and I don't know why the big scrapple is disparaging. Scrapple is a gourmet dish there and my family lives there, so I'm going with Big Scrapple. Big I'm Scrapple. Disparaging. Okay. That's true. I always thought Scrapple was Southern, but I guess it's not Southern. I, I don't that's think it. so. Oh, all right. I think it's wherever like, meat is rendered. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> rendered. Okay. And, rendered um, city of rendered meat. Okay. So, Go ahead, Dina. Well, I mean, uh, in Greg's honor, I, uh, my husband's honor, I will say the mistake on the lake, of course, is Cleveland, Ohio. It's Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, th I think this happened around the time that the uh, Cuyahoga River uh, was set on fire. So, uh, yeah. So I think this is around the 70s sometime. Yeah. Do you want us to take another guess or leave it Yeah, up? sure. Is the wickedest guess. little city Reno? It's not. It right. See, that I, I would have gone the it. same way, but yeah. All right, some is other it, I think Lori's on the right track. Is it a gambling city? I mean, does it? No. It is not. Okay. No. But it's a sin city of some kind. And the city in a coma is sort of <laughs> familiar, but not. It's. Uh, it, is, is that a city in the Bay Area by any chance? It's not. Oh, okay. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Is it a? Is it a major city? Would you say? It's a capital city, so I will, ah. give, you I, I will, I will give you that in a, to hedge on whether or not it's actually major. Oh, okay. okay. I, I, this is a wild guess for the city of Tacoma. How about St. Paul? No. I was thinking its sister city might have been insulting like that. So they call it city of Tacoma because it's, uh, it has a reputation of being very boring. Is that is that the idea? Sort that of. was my understanding. I that was the one. I, like I, I, I did a little research on that, and I couldn't quite figure out why. I think probably that is the the closest reasoning, or like the best reason. Okay. All right. Well, why don't you give the ones that are still out there? Okay, the ones that are still out are the wickedest little city in America, which is actually their city motto, uh, voted on by the the city itself. Uh, the city in a coma. 
the city that God forgot, and the city that means well. Mm, okay. And Lori, go ahead. All right. One correction from last week. I asked the question about one-word titles uh, of films nominated for Academy Awards that had a single name of a real person, and Lincoln was correct. I missed that one. Somebody guessed Trumbo, and that was not nominated. This week, I'm interested in acting awards, and we kind of did a little bit of a last week on the Banshees of Inishiran has four acting nominees. So I was going to ask about those, but 29 different films have had that. So I'm looking for a specific category. There have only been four films in which an actor has been nominated in all four categories. Actor, actress, supporting actor, and supporting actress. I'm looking for those four films. And once you get it, in each case, at least one person has won for no extra charge. I want to know who won. So only four films have had actor, actress, supporting, and support, supporting actor and actress nominated. In all the cases, at least one person has won. Give you each. There's only four. I'll give you each one of them. Kira? This seems like a thing I should know. What's shoot? What's the the Hemingway titled the Old Man in the Sea no. with just Spencer Tracy and a fish? No, no. <laughs> the one with the summer. beach. The beach. The, the one with the the love scene on the beach. Oh no! Insane. You mean from here to eternity? Right? Uh, is what I meant. Yeah. That's not a yeah. that's not a Hemingway. But not Hemingway. You're but right. It it's not Hemingway. But it sorry. is correct. You get a bell yeah. for that. Okay. Good so, job. Two people won from that. Do you know either one? Well, yeah. Frank Sinatra and uh, and uh, Donna Reed. Correct. Montgomery Cliff, Burt Lancaster, Deborah Kerr, also nominated. So that's one of them. Dana, you got one? You probably have Is Network one by any chance? It is. I thought that okay. was the hardest one to get. And who were the winners from that? Uh, well, Faye Dunaway for Best yep. Actress and uh, Peter Finch for Best Actor and Beatrice Strait for Beautiful. Best Supporting Actress. And you probably know the other two nominated then. You know, I it might it, is it Ned Beatty or Robert Duvall? It's Ned Beatty and William Holden both. Okay. Yeah, excellent. All right, so we have two more left, two more films in which there are all of uh, there are nominations in all four acting categories. Here I got from Here to Eternity, written by oh, I forget who wrote it. And uh, James, uh, James Jones. Yes, that's right. And Network, written by whoever. Oh, Patty Chayefsky. Right. So we're looking for two more, and we'll leave the rest out for the audience. And if you'd like to join us with a question or answer, those two numbers are area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. You're listening to Minds Over Matter. We are here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Good morning, Tom and Debbie in Napa. Hi, Tom. Hi, Debbie. Good morning. So in... Philadelphia, I, I thought it was the city of brotherly love. That's not disparaging, apparently. It's true. That their official <laughs> motto, I believe, is the city gotcha. of brotherly okay. love. Okay, that's true. So, in the 1950s, when a new word came into the language, it took an average of 35 years for that word to make it into the Webster Merriam-Webster dictionary. 1950, 35 years average. Today, how many years and typically does it take? to accomplish the same thing. Probably closer to five. I, I think Up a few, little more. A more? Because mm. every year Merriam-Webster announces some and they seem like the word of the year is new. How about seven then? A little more? Uh, well, then I'll say nine. Uh, Eleven years. Hmm. Yeah. For a new word less, to work fewer. its way in. 
So what what job title does the highest paid public employee in the United States have? And this oh. probably won't help I, you I, much, but the highest paid public employee in the United States is paid $11 million a year. A football coach. Football coach, yeah. That's right. And it's um, which college? Yeah, good I figured that was originally I was going to ask you for the actual name of the college or the person. I decided that was a little too hard. It's the University of Alabama, Nick yes, Saban. Nick Saban. Good public employee. Yeah. Good, good retirement package, too. Shows you our priorities, I guess. So. Yep. Have a good morning. Great show. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. We are here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Uh, we do hope you're enjoying the show. We do hope you will give us a call with a question or answer, 415-841-4134, toll-free, 866-798-8255. Our panel today, that would be Kira Pace, Technical Editor, Lori Fisher, Teacher at Iowa Valley College. I'm your moderator, Dana Rodriguez, and you're listening to us on 91.7 FM. That is KALW, your local public radio station. All right. Let me give you a couple questions here. Uh, this being 2023, at least I think so. Uh, what was the best-selling car in the United States in, uh, 50 years ago? So the best-selling car of 1973? Correct. It's American-made, correct? I'm not going to say one way or the other. Okay. And do you want a specific one? Like, can we say Chevrolet or would we have to say no, Chevrolet? No, it has to be specific. Uh -huh. Make and model is what you're saying? Right. 73. All right. I'm going to say a Pontiac Le Mans. Uh, no. Okay. Because that was the car I bought in 1972. So. Oh, is it? Okay. Yep. It is. And I, I kept seeing them all over the place. So, okay. Oh, you must, you must have been on lead foot. <laughs> At the what time. About a, what about a Crown Vic? Ooh. Also a good, a good guess. Um, no, not that. Are, are, these, are these cars less expensive than those two cars, would you say? That's an interesting question. Yes, I would say so. So, Kira, were uh, VW bugs? That's too late for them, I think. Yeah, they probably never were best-selling. Just trying to think of something, like, economical. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not guessing that. Holding back. I'm just guessing on the on the pricing, uh, yeah. but I would I would suspect that the car that I have is was less expensive than the two you named. So. Okay. Uh, so, again, what was the best-selling car in the United States 50 years ago? That would be 1973. All right. So I have a list of the five most common two-word <laughs> phrases, according to Google, of spam emails. These are the five most common two-word phrases you would find in spam emails. I want you to tell me what they are. I'll give you each one guess. One guess. Yes. So these are the five most common phrases you would find in unsolicited spam emails. Would this be in the subject line or in the message itself? I would say both, honestly, is possible. So how about um, needs help? An excellent guess, uh, but no. Is it close? Are any of them close to that? Kind of uh, we're only talking, yeah, you're, you're thinking about the please for... Uh, Nigerian come from Nigeria. That was my other guess, Nigerian prince. Yeah. 
no, but not that. Kira? Free Cialis. Ooh. Oh, also a good guess, uh, but no. Are there any brand names in this? No, there are not. Okay. Have um, have we got many of the words right? Oh, Free? oh go ahead. What about uh, sexy singles? Ooh. Oh, next, also an excellent guess, but no. Mm. Uh, so I'm looking for, according to Google, what are the five most common two-word phrases of spam emails? Um, I wish I could give you an example here, but I well, give us I number don't. six. Can't you give us number six? Yeah, I don't have number six down here, unfortunately. But uh, so, so you can come up with that. And what was the best-selling car in the United States in 1973, 50 years ago? All right, and let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, good morning. This is Eat. So I have hey. two very quick questions to you and one very quick question to the audience. Okay, the first question to you, the old Egyptian flag that lasted until about 1950s had three stars. What each star represented? The three religions, the three major religions in Very Cairo good. or in Egypt. Well, name them. What religions? Uh, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. Perfect. Perfect. I just remind everybody, I grew up in the part of Cairo where over 100,000 beautiful Jewish Egyptians lived. Okay, that's good. So the second question is, name the city. Number one. According to uh, university studies, each driver in the city, this city spends $1,400 a year fixing their cars for bad roads. Number two, its ex-mayor was arrested for stealing a bunch of newspapers, 20,000 newspapers. And uh, number three, what did I have about number three? Um, okay. we'll guess, <laughs> we'll more guess parking the meter, but it's more 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 parking uh enforcement cars than pedestrians at given time which city well the one that with these stolen newspapers is isn't that berkeley of course of <laughs> course mayor bates yeah i remember that mayor bates remember yeah that. and the new mayor, mayor we have a lot of doubt about him uh not not as far as feeling anything, but just uh, I came to Berkeley in nineteen sixty four. Everybody can tell my age. It never really had a good city hall. It never did. Okay, and I also had, you know, some shady um, actions by them, by some of them, as far as corruption and money and stuff like that. Okay, so okay, my question to the audience was very important. The items, please, if you, if you can answer, it's fine. But leave it to the audience. These items that could be pressurized. They could be boiling water, they could be light water, they could be fast breathers. What are they? Let me repeat again. Pressurized water, boiling water, advanced gas cooled, uh, or light water, or fast breathers, uh, uh, fast breathers. So I spent 13 years at Cal studying and teaching that subject. Uh, leave that to the audience, uh, it would be great. Thank you very much. All of the great show. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't quite understand the question, the final question, but the the audience, I'm sure, did. It's a good thing you left it to the audience then. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, two numbers to join us are area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. 
Hello? Hello, you're on. Oh, hi. This is Fran, San Francisco. Hi. Hi, hi Fran. Hi, I'm so glad you told us about the music. I was wondering. <laughs> yeah. Okay, easy question. Um, what are the four major blood types? A, B, O, and AB, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. And, and all of us have one of them. That's correct. Which is the universal donor? O. O, yeah. O, it is O. It is O. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yes. Now, uh, we're back to blood here. Um, <laughs> we never there loved are, it. What are you talking about? You usually ask music questions, not blood. I know. Questions. Well, no, not today. Okay. Uh, I, if you want one, I'll make one up. No, you want no you're good. These are good. Okay. Um, if you put your blood in a centrifuge and it spins around, it'll come out with four layers. Name the four layers in your blood. Four Hemoglobin, plasma. What? 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 Uh, so what? Oh, uh, hemoglobin and plasma. Uh, Wait, no. Uh, what? Oh. Hemoglobin. Plasma is one. Right, but not. Hemoglobin? I guess we could call it hemoglobin. It's red hemoglobin. I'm, it's red blood cells. Then, then white blood. And white cells. blood cells, leukocytes, and, uh, and then, uh, one more. Leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> All the rest. Mashed potatoes. No. Uh, I don't know. We have red, no, white, plasma, and one more thing, which is just a little percent. Right. So just well, anybody? I don't know. No? Yeah. Okay, platelets. Oh. Makes oh, sense. all right. Very valuable. <laughs> and I have a really, uh, next week we'll do music if I'm here. Um, so now there was a jingle on a TV ad years ago, Okay. And it was for, I'm not going to say what it was for, but I'm going to give you part of the jingle and you fill in what it was, okay? Sure. Everything's That's better with dash on it. Blue bonnet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad I tuned in today. I can't every Saturday, but uh, it's good to hear you all. Uh, Today's a Chinese New Year's Day parade. Great. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Blue, Blue Bonnet was a margarine, I believe, just, yes. just for the yes. audience. To, Isn't it know. still brown? Maybe it's I, not so I, I haven't I seen know. it in Blue Bonnets of years. Okay. Yeah. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. Hope you're enjoying the show. Feel free to give us a call. We would love to hear from you. Uh, this is a good time to call in. Area code 415-841-4134. Uh, or toll-free, 866-798-8255. And Kira, I think it is your turn. Okay. A culture writer for VH1 tracked down the origin of an oft-used phrase on reality TV shows. Uh, they tracked it down to a contestant named Kelly Wigglesworth. So what I want to know is, what was the phrase, and on what show did she say it? Could you... Would it give it away to tell us what kind of show it was? Reality. That's that's what I'm giving you. Reality show. And can you give us a hint at all about the catchphrase? Like, mm. is it uh, still in use? Yes, very uh, much so. And is it funny or disparaging or sexy or because I'm... I'd say, uh, I don't think it's meant to be funny, but it's it's kind of funny, actually. It's... Uh, um. 
what, what time period? Can you tell us the time period where the show was on? Early 2000s. Okay. So it is no longer on, right. is that what you're saying? Yeah, actually, I, I think it might actually have been in the late 1990s. I will check that. Uh, but yes, the show is, I believe. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I'll check that too. I'm yeah. sorry. So Hold you on. want to know that we're, we're trying to guess the catchphrase. Yes. Okay. What show did she say it and what is the, uh, it is still on. And um, I was right with two. Yeah. So it was actually the year 2000. So there you that, go. There's a clue. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. So it, it was um wait a minute. Um all right, so she's the one that coined the phrase and then became identified with this particular show. Is that is that sort of what you're saying? It ended up it it shows up in a lot of shows. Oh, I see. Okay. And oh. like it doesn't even have to be on a TV show anymore at this point. People will use it in real, you know, out in the world in real life. Hmm. All right. Uh, do you think it would give it away if you if we knew what the show actually was? Yeah, I. I it, it would certainly be overly helpful at this point. So it's a little early. It's a little early an hour show for me to give you. Okay, so it's a reality. It's a reality show, and this is from the early two thousands. You said. Right. Yes, it appears to be the year 2000, as a matter of fact. Okay, and then the show is still on, you said. Yep. It's been on continuously. Yep. So, so is it a real housewife? it down quite a bit. To, it's to, not real housewives, no. Okay. So, okay. reality show. So, it's not a game. Is is it's is it a game show? May I maybe ask? It's sort of a there's game a, show. There's a, yes, there's competition involved. Is it it's Survivor? Oh, that's a good, that's good. Okay. Yeah, it is Survivor. Okay. That is correct. So oh. Kelly Wigglesworth was a contestant on Survivor. So the the oh. main what do they say is, when they're what vote? was this phrase? There's a phrase where they vote, you know, or kind of a last man standing thing. Oh, I think Just, what you're thinking of is uh, probably from the show itself. Like it's it was written for the host to say, like you yeah. voted off the island or some such thing. Yes. Is that what you thought you're thinking of? It's not that. No. Okay. Uh, so uh, this contestant said this, I think, in one of their confessionals. Oh, I see. Okay. And the phrase, I guess it struck a chord because. Oh, um, it, this has something to do with their scheming or something, right? Uh, like they're, they're trying to come out as number one. Um, I know it. I think I know what you're talking about. But of course, I can't think of it. Um, okay, leave it out. Leave it out for people. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, it's uh, Peter on Bernal. Good morning. Hi, Peter. Morning. Um, for uh, two-word email phrases, Dana, how about click here? Yes. Ooh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give that to you because it's actually click below, but click here. There we go. Great. And uh, Kira, uh, the city in a coma, mm -hmm. could that possibly be Tacoma, Washington? Ooh. It's not. Clever. Tacoma. Oh, yeah. That is cute. But it's not. All right. And uh, I have a question. Yes. What comes between fear and sex in Germany? Oh, uh, food. Five. Exactly. <laughs> nice. 
and John. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right. Good have a good morning. Bye-bye. Good question. <laughs> and so what's the origin of that? I'm curious. It's just so counting. All right. All right. And uh, since we are about halfway through, let's repeat any questions that have not been answered yet. Kira, we'll start with you. Okay. Uh, so I had some disparaging city nicknames, and I just want to know the city being disparaged. The one that we are the ones we have left are the wickedest little city in America, which is actually their city motto. The city in a coma, the city that God forgot, and the city that means well. Also, a culture writer for VH1 tracked down the origin of an oft-used phrase on, a, on reality TV shows to a contestant named Kelly Wigglesworth. She was on Survivor. She's on the first season of Survivor. So what I want to know is, what was this phrase? All right. And Lori? I am looking for, there were four films in which someone was nominated or won one of the four acting awards, uh, Academy Awards. And we got From Here to Eternity and Network were two of them. I'm looking for the other two. And if you get them, if you can throw in who won the Academy Award that year from those films, that would be terrific. That's all I have. All right. And I'm looking for what was the best-selling car in the United States 50 years ago. So that would be 1973. What was the best-selling car in 1973 in the United States? And I asked for the, according to Google, what are the five most common two-word phrases of spam emails? What are the five most common two-word phrases of spam emails? Uh, the ones, that, the only one we have so far is click now or click below. I gave credit for both of those. What about you won or you win? That's great. That's also good, but no. no? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. How about act now? Act now. That is one. Oh. Yes, I will give you that. Whew. Brutal. All right. And uh, so that's what I have out. And uh, let's see, Lori, I think it is your turn. Very good. Um, this is to change the subject completely. For, I forget why I was reading about this, but I noticed uh, a little article about numbers you can dial very quickly on your phone. And for instance, 911, we all know, and I don't know if anyone calls 411 anymore, but that still exists for directory assistance. I'm giving you six three-digit phrases. I want to know what they would connect to. They're all very simple. 211, 311, 511, 711, 811, and then to change it a little bit, 988. So 211, 311, 511, 711, 811, 988, all connect to some special individualized service, much like for... Uh, Emergency and directory assistance. I'll give you each one or two. Well, uh, I can do I, I, 988. It's the new one, right? It it's is. Suicide hotline. It is. Mental yeah. health and suicide hotline. So there's a public service announcement. And seriously, people can use that to get immediate 24-hour help. Very good. Yeah, two, 211, I think, is community services in Alameda County. You know, I'm going to count it. It's health and human services in general, more general yeah. than 988. So give yourself a bell on that one. Okay. I always confuse and 311 and 511. Like one of them is traffic. I think 511 is traffic. Yes. Traffic okay. and weather for 511. And let's leave the other three out for now. We're looking for 311, 711, and 811. If you call those, what do you get? And callers, do not try this at home. And I should say, Kira, that Ben in Berkeley uh, 
just sent me an email saying that the phrase, he thinks the phrase you're looking for is, I'm not here to make friends. Ben in Berkeley is correct. I'm All not right. here to make Some friends. Survivor. Berkeley's, yeah. Berkeley's bigger than the show today with Eat and that thing. I'm not here to make yeah. friends. Great. Right. Yes. A phrase that shows up all over the place now. My every reality show ever at this mm. point. I haven't heard it on Wheel of Fortune yet, but who knows? Um, Does anybody ever say I am here to make friends? That would be so nice. (laughs) (laughs) Not when it comes to winning money, I guess. (laughs) And uh, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hello, Peter from Florida. Uh, O negative, by the way, is the universal donor. Don't try. O positive doesn't work. And uh, oh, city. Here's let me let me quiz you on this. What city has the motto, the biggest little city in the world? That's Reno. Mm -hmm. Yes, give yourself a bell. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Now, let me ask you this. What happened in world history in Paris, 1783, September 1783 in Paris? What world history events, let's say two events, what are they? It's related to the French Revolution? No, not in 1783. Too soon. Okay. Too soon. All right. Uh, is that the uh, the date of the Treaty of Paris, the ending of the Correct. Revolution? September 3rd, 1783. Signed by whom? Oh, let's see. Who is it? Is uh, Benjamin Franklin one of the signatures? That's one of them. And, uh, well, there was a British... There was obviously a British envoy as well, but I can't think well, of that one. Well, I'm talking about the three Americans. Oh, is John Jay one? Yes. <laughs> uh, Benjamin Franklin, John Jay, and uh, is it Thomas Jefferson? No, another John. Uh, Adams? What? John Adams? That's correct. All right. That's good job. September 3rd. Uh, but later, relative to t- something going on today... What happened on the 21st of September, same year, in Paris? No, not not, uh, not enough to go on, I'm afraid. Okay, well, look up. It was the first hot air balloon. Oh, the Montgolfier brothers? Montgolfier, that was one of the, yes. But who were the first passengers in that flight? It was a 15-minute flight around Paris. Who were the first passengers? I now, think were they what, animals or something like that? Yes. What were the three yeah. animals? No, maybe a dog or, or a No, not a dog, but it was kind of scientific, if you think about it. The three animals, what, what were they? What were the three mm. animals? No, I'd just be guessing a bird or a dog or a cat. It is a bird. A bird. That was to see. Okay. The three animals are a sheep, a duck, and... Um, now I can't remember the third one, but it was the idea. The sheep was like they thought it would resemble human, uh, you know, metabolism. A duck because it can fly, and uh, it was just some other. I forgot what the other animal was. It wasn't significant, but they didn't die, and that was a good thing. So it, since you're on a roll, why don't you say who were the first human beings to fly, and when? Mm, don't know that. Don't know. It was the following month, November uh, 19th, and the guy's name was uh, Francois de Rosier. Mm. 
and yeah. he and he was the first human being. He was, I guess, he was uh, assured by the, uh, the the goat and the and the duck. But anyway, so that's world history, and that's what's going on. So uh, anyway, so we got that balloon in the sky, and uh, I get, and I can guarantee you, there's no animals that can live at that altitude. So when right. we find out what's in that balloon, it won't be animals. No. All right. Thank you, Peter. Appreciate okay, it. Okay. Sure thing. Bye bye. And you're listening to My Silver Matter. We're here every uh, Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Hope you're enjoying the show. The two numbers are area code 415-841-4134. We'd love to hear from you at or toll-free 866-798-8255. Okay, let me give you a question here. Uh, this is according to a survey done by Forbes magazine last year. And they asked, what are the professions, and I, I emphasize professions, what are the professions with uh, that have the happiest people? So uh, what are the top three professions that they found in the United States that have the happiest people? The highest job satisfaction and the highest personal satisfaction. It's a great question. Billionaire? And, the, and I emphasize, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm not, not sure that's a that. profession. I, I emphasize I that all these, all these three people, these are professions. Okay. Radio, radio celebrities. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> um, and none of them you would necessarily um, connect with making a ton of money, although they're they're all well paid, but they're not they're not you know overly well paid. And will we be surprised? Like it's things like a stewardess, which we think. I think now would not be a profession which people were happy or when you say, I guess one, I wouldn't be particularly surprised at the other two. I wouldn't necessarily have thought of, but, but they're all highly visible professions. Are any of them public employees? That's yes. I will. Yes. It's possible that two out of the three could be considered public employees in, in certain ways. Well, what about uh, landscape Gardening, like landscape maintenance. Oh no, not that. Okay. Are are any in education? Uh, no, hmm. not directly. No. Okay. Well, uh, not 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 public education in in the traditional sense. No. Architect. No. It, this would be. Uh, general, but uh, people who work for nonprofits or in charitable distribution kind of work? Uh, no, I will say, I'm, I'll, I'll try to give you as much as I can, just to, to help you, guide you just a little bit here. They all deal with the public in some way. Yeah. Uh, so again, according to a survey done by Forbes magazine, what are the three professions that have the happiest people, happiest in their work and happiest uh, personally? And they all deal with the public in some way. So that would eliminate things like park ranger? The people well, no, are... because they deal with the public too. Okay. All right. So I'm guessing park ranger, but that's obviously not. But it. no. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, all right. A great question. Think okay. that over. Okay. And I'm going to take one guess, a serious all guess right. here. Veterinarian. No. That's, okay. a, that's an interesting guess. No. Yeah. So are any, in the, are any in the medical world and, and any... Way? Yes, one is one could be considered in the medical world. Yes. Okay. 
My understanding Ooh. is that veterinarians are among the least happy, right? Like, do they have really high suicide rates? Do they? I don't know. I, I've, I've never heard that. that. I've heard that. Yeah, I've never seen that. You know, interesting. Okay. Well, then I take it back. I could be wrong. I could be. Yeah. Wrong. I won't antagonize my vet then. And <laughs> um, okay, and let's go to a call. Are you on Minds Over Matter? Good morning. Um, how about the AMC Gremlin for the um, 73 car? Oh, <laughs> very interesting guess. guess. Great guess. Uh, but no, not that. Not that. Ford Pinto? Not Pinto. Okay. But it's a Ford, I take it. It is not a Ford. Oh. No. Okay. Um, how about financier or stockbroker for the happiest for uh i didn't hear the first one the stockbroker i heard and it's not stockbroker Finance, i think it's pronounced financier all right uh but no not that not that okay um i don't have a puzzle for you so that's it for me all right well thank you very much thank you and if you'd like to join us here with a question or answer, the two numbers are area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. This is Minds Over Matter. We're here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. And okay, who has a, uh, Kira, I'll, I'll leave it up to you. Do you have a short question? Like sure. Uh, over the course of its nine-season run, the Drew Carey Show had three different <laughs> theme songs. What were they and who performed them? Wow. Well, who performed them? That's a pretty tough. Uh, Moon over Parma. I, that was definitely one. Mm -hmm. Do you know who performed that you, particular you, version of no. Moon over Parma? Mm -hmm. you, should, you, you and Greg should know that song, don't you? Is it uh, the same Parma? I know the song, the but I, Parma, I don't know yes. who performed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is uh, it okay? So the fact that you're asking would imply that is it somebody pretty well known? Yeah, certainly if you watch the show. Is it is it somebody somebody who wrote the song too? No, it's not. It's somebody who wrote the song. All right. Just read the question once more, please. Sure. Over the course of its nine-season run, the Drew Carey Show had three different theme songs. What were they and who performed them? Do you know why they changed the songs every three years or so? Why were they? Uh, no, it wasn't even every three years. Uh, the season one was Moon Over Parma. Um, we still need to know who sang it, who performed it. Uh, then season two was another song. And then season three onward was a third song. It was the song that most people, I think, associate with the Drew Carey show. We change our theme song on the show about every, what, 25 or 30 years, David? Yes, about yeah. every, every 29 years. Yes. We're, we're due for, and we just did it. So we wait another 30 years, people, and we'll have another change. Uh, Tina uh, emailed and said she guessed that library, library and library sciences was one of the happiest professions. And actually, that is on the list. That is down. I think that's number five or six, but it's not one of the top three. So. Yes. And because uh, they do deal with people. So, yes, I can understand that. Uh, and let's go to a call. Hi, you're on my uh, Thank you. Hey, I'd like to return to the topic of uh, Oscars and the nominees for the 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 four the four sure. pack of actor sure. actress. Best. Okay, so one of the films that hasn't been mentioned yet is Streetcar Named Desire, and you know? uh, Marlon Streetcar Named Desire. 
Now, it's not on my list, so I don't think all four categories were in there. Dana, can you check me on that? Well, oh, I don't yeah, know about was, that. Marlon Brando was nominated, mm -hmm. didn't win. Vivian Lee won. Carl Malden won for Best Supporting Actor. And Kim Hunter, no. uh, what, Stella. Stella won. Yeah, yeah, he, she's, she's right. Oh, very she's good. Right. I am right. I get, a, I get a bell for that. You do. You do. Very good. You you know, it's it's weird. You. I thought I looked it up and it wasn't, but give her credit. Okay, so we give credit to my ninth grade English class for that book report. So anyways, um, and then the other one that I wanted to mention that I don't quite have the memory to name all four, but I think it happened one night. Uh, Clark Gable and Claudette Colbert were nominated. She won an Oscar, and I can't remember about the supporting actor or actress. Yeah, so. it, it wasn't nominated for the supporting roles, just the two lead oh. roles. The reason okay, it wasn't so nominated for supporting roles is because they didn't have supporting role uh, Oscars oh. back then. That didn't come in until oh. two years later. So. Okay. And All you, right. And so you... then we also want to, my wife and I want to suggest the love bug, VW bug, for the best-selling car of 73. Indeed, you are right. That was the best-selling oh. car in the United States in it's 1973. It's a double yes. today. Yay. Well, Indeed, it was the best-selling car in the world. The same year. Wow. Yes. We almost wow. that. Yeah. And right. you read, uh, you Her, read Herbie the Love Bug. You read Streetcar Named Desire? You read Streetcar Named Desire in ninth grade? I'm very impressed. I well the the report was on um censorship in the movies and oh, great. And if I could remember the name of the film from nineteen fifty seven with David Nevin, it sort of starts breaking down the, the censorship of the um Oh, good Lord, whatever it was called, the, the, the Catholic Code, the Catholic... The Code, the Production Code, it's called. Production yeah. Code, because that film, whatever it was called, which is why I can't make it a question, with David Nevin talked about uh, pregnancy and abortion without using those words. So right, you're, the, the, the film sense. you're talking about is The Moon is Blue. The That's Moon the is Blue! You yeah. guys yeah. are yeah. on it. Well, thank you. <laughs> We're so glad you're in the morning now. It's nice to hear you. Yeah. Thank you. Bye -bye. Thank you very much. Appreciate you calling. And we have a few minutes left in the show. We'd love to hear from you. So please give us a call, 415-841-4134. Again, that's area code 415-841-4134. Or toll-free, 866-798-8255. Uh, all right, Laurie, we have about well, 15 this... minutes, so we'll give you a chance to throw right. in a short question. Well, this is a great follow-up to the previous uh, call and in a recent interview, for some reason that I read online, that was with Kim Hunter. When she was being directed for a streetcar named Desire, Ilya Kazan wanted to do a close-up of her face right after she had sex with Marlon Brando, Stanley Kowalski. And she says in the interview she had no training for that kind of look and all that. So what she did was think of an actress that she admired in a movie scene that, that when she evoked that, it made her feel like she could present that kind of post-sex look on camera. So this is the sexiest question I ever asked. Who was she admiring and what scene in the movies was she trying to capture during her scene right after uh, the Stanley Kowalski? What did she put? She called it, uh, look it up here in a second. Anyway, that, that's the question here. Um, this sounds vaguely lesbian, but I suppose it's not. Uh, the, the So well, this, there's a lot to choose from here. Is is the scene a recent scene chronologically to the making of Streetcar Named Desire? No. I would say 
it's you know at least 10 years before that at least a silent film no it was not a silent film she didn't go back that far okay is the actress greta garbo by any chance it's not greta garbo and it's a scene and can you could you tell us what without giving it away what the actress was doing in that scene or sort the of actress, the actress in that scene was doing what Kazan wanted Kim Hunter to do in this scene it was kind of a post-romantic romp and there was a close-up of this actress after that looking contented and he wanted that kind of glowing post-romantic romp interesting yeah okay huh no idea okay well it's All a right. it's a yeah it's a great it's a it's a fun question and a really good answer i think uh, and let's go to a call she called it royal being royally rutted was the term she used in her interview oh, that's how she went along was it, um, hi you're on minds of the matter are you there caller hi. yes yes i'm here okay go ahead please oh hi there um I, it's standing in Sandra. it is in albany <laughs> So uh, uh, I'm trying I'm trying to make sure I can hear you. Um, All right. So I had guessed uh, for the the actors, the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. I was on the streetcar named Desire, but I'm wondering if Bonnie and Clyde is one. Bonnie and Clyde is one. Oh, very good. Born and Baby Faye you... Dunaway, Michael J. Pollard, and Estelle Parsons. Estelle Parsons was the winner, and you got them all, I think. Very good. One good more job. to go. Wow, and did. I guess the bug as well. Yeah. But, but we don't, yeah. I, I had your back, Lori. I, I heard you wavering, and I wanted you to say it. Yeah. I, I wanted it to be Dodge Dart, because that's what I bought that year. But uh, <laughs> I, I seem to remember that the Maverick in 1971, when they, when they uh, introduced the Maverick, it was priced at $1,971. I have that vague recall, recollection. Uh, um, oh, the, wickedness, the wickedest little city is it Wichita? You are in the right state, but you have chosen the wrong city. Well, um, we thought which? Yeah, Topeka, Kansas City. Oh, interesting. No, this is a. They went with their own history, I guess. Oh, so this is a this is a Western thing. It's like an Old West sort of thing. It is an Old West sort of thing. Oh, like Dodge City. Dodge City go. is correct. Wickedest nice. little city in America. Oh, my goodness. I've actually been there. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, spam messages. Uh, is ends today one? A- excellent guess, but no, not that. Uh, how about fraud alert? No, <laughs> no, they wouldn't tell you that. Oh, no, I get oh, no. lots of them. We, we get those all the time. So yeah. we can only see you know, our personal. No, but it has to be in the, it has to be in the, in the, either the title or the, uh, yeah. yeah, somebody is thinking Chase Bank to me all the time. Yeah, <laughs> fraud alert. Yeah, we get lots of phony, phony chases. All right, well that's that's it for that. Oh, uh, you had. Oh, hey, I don't remember who does it, but the Drew Carey show. One of them is Cleveland Rocks. That is correct. Cleveland Good Rocks job. was uh, from season three through the end of its run. Yeah. So. Okay, that's Definitely. great. All right. Well, okay, that, that's it for guesses. Uh, quick question here, um, uh, kind of following up on Ede's flag question. Uh, so there's three countries in the world that have English phrases in, incorporated as part of their national flag designs, English phrases. Uh, what are these three countries? Uh, and uh, here are the phrases. He hath founded it upon the seas. 
out of many one people, and for gallantry. Wait, you said these are national flags, or these these are flags? these are flags of nations, and these are the and and these English phrases are on the flags. And he it, hath uh, founded English... it upon the seas, out of many one people, and for gallantry. And I will tell you that all three of these nations are islands. And are all of them non-English speaking countries as their primary language? Uh, I believe two of them are English speaking primarily, and one of them is. Uh, um, I think English is maybe the second language. So may I may I ask if these were former colonies of uh, or possessions of uh, the British Empire? Two of them. Okay. So are they in the Pacific, perhaps? None of them. None of them. Okay. Are they largely Caribbean? Two of them. Yeah. I can't think of any flags with words on them though that's the, that's the problem like i can i can visualize i mean one of them is how about belize is that one by any chance oh. no afraid not no that's not, not an island i'm giving you oh, that they're no, all three islands okay oh they're all they're all, all three the islands okay. sorry so how um, about the bahamas or the bermuda uh, bermuda or no what about jamaica no, Jamaica no, I... is out of many. One people is on the Jamaican that's not, flag. That's not written on their flag, though. Their flag is the green with the the black and yellow cross. The Saint, not Saint George cross, the the X cross, and blow it up, and and there's it's in little <laughs> tiny letters. Huh. Okay. Did oh. not know. Oh. And the other two. So the other two are also islands, and they're in. They're also in the same general area. Well, uh, one of them is, but one of them is absolutely not. And that's the one for gallantry. Are and, any uh, of... Yeah, just uh, you know, go, oh, go back. Oh, oh, for gallantry. Is for gallantry uh, Malta? Yes, for gallantry. The Knights of I know. Malta. I know they were awarded a special Victoria Cross for gallantry in World War II. Like the whole nation was because of the uh, uh, tremendous bombardment that they that they suffered under. Yep. So, yep. yeah. So, yeah, that, that, I, I kind of like that because Knights of, Knights of Malta goes back a thousand years. Uh, right. But uh, would you like me to give you the other one just for... Just yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's the Cayman Islands. He oh. has founded oh, it upon no, the right. sea. All right. Okay. And that's all we got well, today. Thanks. We'll uh, send it back to you and see you next week. See ya. Thank you so much. Thanks. All right. Bye. All right. Uh, next call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Yeah, it's Thomas in Berkeley. I thought I would try, I'm not sure about these Oscar things for four people, mm-hmm. but was Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf one of them? Oh, that's good, I guess. You know, I got to look, because as you say it, I think so, but it didn't come up on my list because, you know. I know that Burton, Taylor yeah. won and Burton and Dennis and were, but was George, George Siegel nominated? I don't think he was. No, not that I think about it. You I'll maybe. double check. Okay. So what about um, Gentleman's Agreement? No, that wasn't, didn't have four. I think no. Thomas and Berkeley is correct, by the way. Uh, George Siegel was nominated for a oh. Best Supporting Actor Oscar. And the others as well, Sandy right, Dennis. There we and... go. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Thomas. Very good. Yeah. I missed so, you. Yeah. Ooh. Did I make it with Gentleman's Agreement? No, you didn't, because I don't no. think anybody was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for that. Or maybe John I thought Garfield might have been maybe, nominated. Oh, maybe you're, maybe you're I, right. I don't think maybe actress. I don't think actress. In no, uh, uh, Celeste. Dorothy McGuire. Or, no, Celeste Holm won for Gentleman's Agreement. 
for best supporting actress. Yeah, what about actress though? No, I don't. I know. thought uh, um, I don't know. Darcy McGuire was nominated. Yeah. All right, yeah, um, I'll check. Fair. I'll check and get back next week. Thank you, Thomas. Right. This is good. Well, I'll listen next week because I can't stop listening to you guys. <laughs> Dana, Dana is correct on this one. There is no best uh, best supporting actor for Gentleman's Agreement. Okay. All right, there we go. Thank you. Thank you, Thomas. Appreciate it. Good staff work. <laughs> All right. I guess we better clean up here. We got a few things out. So, Kira, we'll start with you. All right. Uh, the city of Nakoma is Concord, New Hampshire. The city that God forgot was Utica, New York. And the city that means well is Dover, Delaware. Uh, the Drew Carey Show theme songs, the first is Moon Over Parma, as, uh, as Dana guessed, but the performer was Drew Carey himself. Huh. Uh, the second season uh, had Five O'Clock World by the Vogues as its theme song. And then uh, as the uh, as a caller said, Cleveland Rocks was the rest of the uh, the seasons, and that was performed by the presidents of the United States of America. Oh. And I have um, phone numbers: three one one is non emergency government services, seven one one is hearing or speech impaired services to translate text to phone, and eight one one is call before you dig. The movie that we're missing, Dana, do you know it quickly? With four nominations, four categories, is Mrs. Not right Miniver. Off, yeah, no. Mrs. Miniver. Greer Garson and Teresa oh. Wright won, and Walter Pridgen and Henry Travers were nominated. And then the actress that uh, Kim Hunter tried to emulate in her close-up scene after being rutted was, and this is wildly wonderful, Vivian Lay, or Vivian Lee, rather, <laughs> in Gone with the Wind. Her Lay would have been that, a better pronunciation. Yes, yes. But, her, her scene right. with Clark Gable in the sheets and all that looking well-contented. And all that's right. what I have. Uh, the five most common two-word phrases in spam emails, according to Google, uh, please read, act now, click below, limited time, and order now. Mm -hmm. uh, the As we said before, the best-selling car in the United States in 1973 was the VW Beetle. And according to a, a survey done by Forbes magazine, the three professions that are the happiest, both personally and in their profession, clergy, yeah. firefighter, and physical therapist. Firefighter. Yep. Oh, and so one. if we didn't get to your call, I do apologize. Please remember the Minds Over Matter is here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. We certainly enjoy hearing from you. Uh, my thanks to our panel today. That would be Kira Pace, technical editor, Lori Fisher, teacher at Davo Valley College. I've been your moderator, Dana Rodriguez. Thanks to Damian Dean Miner for handling the board and phones. And above all, our thanks to you for taking the time to tune in and call in. We hope you have a great week, and we do hope you will join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.